Hi guys, Tom here with my bud Ryan. Uh, no Shanae, yeah. for obvious reasons. Not so obvious reasons. But look, we don't have a regular show this week. So we figured, uh, well I guess I figured, Ryan and I would talk about our favorite thing to talk about, it seems, these days. Fighting games. Yeah. Uh, and I've got some, uh, I've got specific, uh, a specific topic I want to talk to you about, Ryan. Okay. I want to talk about making fighting games better. Oh, nice. That's a, okay. that's a good one. So, I've been thinking a lot about this, and I've been playing a lot of old fighting games, and a lot of new fighting games, just a lot of fighting games in general. Yeah. And I feel like in some ways they've improved tremendously, but in many ways I feel that they are very, very lacking. One of the few genres left from the arcades that is just lacking uh, in significant ways. So I want to talk, I have a few different things that I want to go into. And I, I'm sure you probably have a thing or two that you'd like to go into mm -hmm. to how we can improve this genre going forward. Yeah. And, you know, why you think it is that some of these things have yet to be implemented. Okay. So, you want to start off or would you like me to? I, I like it when you kickstart it, Tom. Okay. So, I think, you know, most of what I have are for more beginner players, right? Mm -hmm. But I do have a couple of things that are obvious things, right? Things that people already complain about. Uh, rollback netcode being in very few fighting games. Yeah. Rollback, rollback netcode is not a new thing, you know? We've had rollback for eight years, maybe yeah. more than that. Um, I believe it started with the GGPO guys, but I could be wrong about that. But, like, this is something that was... You know, in a lot of last-gen games. Yeah, what's crazy to me is the fact that, like, in order for Street Fighter to get it, someone who doesn't work at who doesn't work at Capcom had to figure out a way to mod it in there. Well, sure, and Street Fighter's rollback is broken. Yeah, you know, it does not work properly, uh, which is wild to me when shit. I think I think them's fighting herds rollback yeah. works. Yeah, you know, Skullgirls. Uh, for sure. For sure, the more recent update, the Last Blade Two, works perfectly. Yeah, you know, but Street Fighter Five can't can't a 20, get on with this. this that is a twenty-two-year-old game, by the way. Right, and this isn't a Street Fighter Five problem. This yeah. is a most yeah. of fighting games problem, right? Like, mo more of them seem to be using delay-based netcode than rollback netcode. Uh, and that's just, I don't know, that's just weird to me. Um, Arc Systems Works will be using rollback and Strive, which will great. be, to my knowledge, their first game that they're doing that in. Yeah. And uh, it sucks because, like, and, you know, uh, we talked about how, you know, playing uh, Exeter Revelator 2... Um, was like, it was like you have to know where to go or like know a Discord or join Japanese lobbies or what have you to find a game, and right. and I can't help but think that like, is it not, you know, is 
is the player base not there here in the states because of that? Uh, I don't think it helps. I don't not, think it's well, the not only reason. Yeah, not specifically but, because know. of that, but like I think right. that like when you're talking about a we're talking about a highly competitive fighting game, which that is very technical and has a lot of t- like so much shit relies on your timing, and for you not and to have like a suboptimal uh, infrastructure behind your online play, it's just like it's a turnoff. Yeah, you know. You know? And when delay based netcode is working, you know, and there's a good connection between players, I don't really notice much of a difference. Right. Um, I'm just not as keen to that stuff as a lot of other guys are. But this is something the community has complained about for years now. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's not exactly what I wanted to touch on, but I think that's a good thing to, to bring up, right? It's a very common complaint with these games and something that seems to be easy to fix, yeah. you know? If it can be, like you said, implemented into an over 20-year-old game, could it not be implemented into Street Fighter, which it has been, uh, just poorly so, sure. you know? Uh, I did actually have one that I wanted to bring up, and it's one that I've I've been thinking about it for a while. Um, I think at this point, every fighting, like, I I don't, I'm not going to expect every fighting game, right? But, like, fighting games that are coming from, like, the major publishers and major developers, I really think that they should all have a tournament mode built into them. Uh, I agree. Uh, like especially like you see it you see how it works with Tekken 7 and it's just like the ability to like just jump into a tournament anytime um it's just, like it's it's awesome you know that's that's an awesome it's an awesome experience to be able to have and i look it's at it's a lot of fun yeah and i look at you know i look at different like uh, like different streamers who play other fighting games like um i just watched a Mortal Kombat 11 tournament the other night and the whole thing was just like, uh, well, let me let's set, let me set up a King of the Hill tournament or a King of the Hill room, and then all right, now you got to back out. Okay, now you come in. Right, invite, right, right. And it's just it's like a whole and like just slows the whole thing down. And, and we're I, seeing a lot more of that right now. Yeah, and and yeah, especially right now. And like, it would be so, like one of the reasons why I one of the reasons I miss out on watching like the majors is like it's just a streamlined experience, right? Like I'm going from one fight to the next. So like there's very little downtime like there's there's some time for like the commentators to talk about what just happened and talk about who's right up. button check and all that, yeah, yeah but like we're not waiting for people to like check their invites and get into the room and make sure people are backing out and stuff and right like i think about like with everything that mortal kombat 11 did right it just and with how with how much that game is focused on the competitive scene and how much they integrate the very pre- the very existence of tournaments into that game, uh, the very existence of real life tournaments into that game, it's, yeah. it's just amazing to me. It's an amazing oversight to me. Um, and Street Fighter does the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, you know what's, what's interesting? You and I have discussed this this one before. I can't remember if it was either Turbo or Super on the SNES had a built in tournament mode. Yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. yeah, it was a local thing. It was local because there was no yeah, online you, like, functionality do, with those but... games. But like, but if you're setting you know, up like a little, if you're setting up like a little right. local little tournament, like that shit's built in, and like just yeah. people handing controllers off, and like even games like um, like Virtual Fighter was doing it, like older Virtual Fighter games were doing it, and it was just like, and for me, like since I always played those games by myself, 
it was just a way for me to like play a lot of that game without any interruption but like right it was just it's the idea behind it is cool right and the way that that you could like the tool like a very basic tool that you could use to set up your own to have your own tournament anytime is just it's 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 understated and like really underused especially with how with how much people seem to be paying a little bit more attention to these tournaments these days it seems like it would make sense uh, yeah but you know uh the next one is another one that you and I have touched on uh it's online training yeah yeah now I won't say that certain games don't have it. Like, I don't know if Mortal Kombat has it. Does not. Uh, I'm not sure if Tekken has it or not. Not sure. I know Street Fighter V does not, you know? Yeah. Uh, and the last game that I can think of that I know for sure has an online trading mode is uh, Street Fighter Four. Yeah. So it, it seems to me that... That we're taking a step backwards by removing that in Street Fighter V, or just not including it at all in, in a lot of these other games. Yeah, um, it's it, you know it's a weird thing. I think a lot of more competitive guys might not see the appeal of it. You know, but at the same, I guess I can't even say that. You know, I, I imagine some high level players would like it too. Um, no, I think you know it's 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 nice being able to train with your friends for one, right? Yeah. But even without that, like, it's nice training in the environment in which you are going to play. Yeah. Right. Like, if yeah. you're training in offline training mode, and then jump into an online fighting game, your experience is going to be different. Sure. Uh, it's especially if there's no rollback netcode, you know. Yeah. Uh, so. I think online training would be really good. And there's been times where you and I have been playing and you want to try something or I want to try something and we just have to do it in an actual match, yeah. you know, yeah. with a timer, right? Yeah, and I, I think that, like, to their credit, I think um, fighting games, uh, I think more modern fighting games have put more of an emphasis on giving you what you need to learn the basics of those games and giving you you know, more tools to figure out, like, even for, like, newcomers, like, figure out, like, basic concepts, like, you know, uh, like, safe and unsafe, and figuring out frame advantage and all that shit, I think that they, I think that uh, modern fighting games are doing more to give you that, but, like, again, even fighting, like, an AI dummy does not compare to fighting another, like, another human-controlled opponent, it just, it, it just doesn't, right. and I think being able to do that like without having to worry about a time limit or uh, worrying about rounds or anything, just like just going until like you guys get tired of doing it. Like I think that's there's a lot of value in that, and I think that I think that would make it more conducive to helping like with muscle memory and um, and like really getting down those matchups in a way that's like that's not where you're like just getting beat by this opponent and just waiting for for that opponent to show up again. Yeah. Um, uh, that's another thing for me too, is cause like, I think that like, you know, I have friends who, who, uh, who main certain characters, but you know, I don't get to play with them as often as I like, but there are also characters that I don't see online very often. Right. So right, like, right. I don't really get to practice that matchup as much as I Learning want to. Learning that matchup. 
Yeah. yeah so, you know, I think well, that would know, be really helpful. I think, like, going off of that, you know, you just said that you think a lot of modern fighting games are doing a lot more uh, to help new players. And I, while I do agree, like, there's, without a doubt, they are doing a lot more than they were 10 years ago. Yeah. 20 years ago, right? I don't think that they're doing enough. Uh, <laughs> and I think part of that is because of the origins of fighting games, right? Being an arcade thing, uh, coming from a time when there were no tutorials, even at home, right? right. Uh, you know, Mario didn't give you a tutorial, right? Like, none of these games did. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot more could be done for newer players, and I think in doing that, they would not only increase the player base, but the longevity of, of a game's lifespan. Right. Uh, so I've got two things here. One, you and I have spoken about before. I think a lot about the world tour mode in Street Fighter Alpha 3. So for those that don't know, world tour mode in Street Fighter Alpha 3 is kind of like, it's kind of like a fighting game RPG, right? In that, you fly around the world, and you have these matches, and by winning the matches, you level up your character and can grant certain traits to your character. Uh, like, for instance, like, the no dizzy, right? Like, you can't be dizzy, things like yeah. that. Um, you know, auto air block, stuff like that, right? Yeah. Things that are not realistic for, like, in an actual match, sure. but for a single-player game mode, it's fun to do. Yeah. But I think where World Tour mode really excels that you don't really hear many people talking about is that World Tour mode puts you in very specific types of matches that will teach a new character or a new player new things, uh, you know, things that might seem foreign, uh, <coughs> that a training mode with a command list won't do. Right. You know, um, it'll be like, I don't know, you can't block in this match, right? Yeah. Or the opponent's at 50% health, but you can only beat them with supers, you yeah. know? Things like that, uh, which will really drill into your head that, hey, this is how a super is done. This is when a, a block is, you know, whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, I think things like that, while they could be expensive, right? Um, I don't think they have to be. You know, World Tour mode was literally just a map and matches that's sure. all it was yeah. you know like they, they didn't uh, change how they didn't change like the core gameplay right right and i think that that could be very useful even things like seikyo dojo uh which was a different alpha 3 mode that was only in certain versions of the game it's like you pick an extremely weak character right, right? i mean it's whatever character you want but like they're weakened right and you fight two very strong characters at the same time. Right. You know? Uh, it's kind of like the whole dramatic battle thing. And I think that's good, because if you can get good fighting two characters with a weak-ass character, you know, you're going to you're gonna learn some good habits pretty fast. Sure. And I think, you know, things like that, little challenge modes like that, uh, could help improve fighting games across the board, could help, in, you know, help new players uh, have, well, A, just have more single-player content, which I think is important in these games. And one of the things that I think that NetherRealms actually does quite well. Uh, and two, actually teach them some things, you know? Yeah. Um, 
I just I realized I just said A and two, but you know what I mean. Sure. A two M. But uh, yeah, the uh, next thing is probably my favorite, and I actually heard this from a YouTuber who goes by Nihongo Gamer, who I've been following for a while. So he's talking about, you know, if you're playing Call of Duty, right? Online, I'm talking about online. You're playing Call of Duty. Overwatch, or you're playing. What always pops into my head is Killing Floor Two, right? And the match ends, and whether you win that match or lose that match, those games say, "Hey, you got the most headshots," yeah, or "Hey, you got this many assists," or whatever, right? If fighting games could do that, I think like one, it would retain players because they wouldn't feel so shitty for losing all the time. Yeah, uh, and two, I think it would help even high level players, right? Because let's say, let's say you win nine times out of ten, but you realize that you've got shitty anti airs. Yeah, and this thing just tells you, hey, this match, you hit. 10 anti-airs, yeah. you know? And if you don't see that little accolade appear, you know, hey, I didn't do enough anti-airs that round. Right. I'm going to try to do more this round. Uh, and I can't imagine something like that's expensive to do. Right. I mean, I don't know. I've never made a game, but I, I can't imagine it being that expensive. You know, I can think of many games that have on-the-fly stat tracking like that. Yeah. Um, I think that and I think that that like I would love that man. Put that in every fucking fighting game. Yeah, and well, I can't I, think of one that does it. I think that uh, one thing that because um, when I talk to people about fighting games, um, the feeling that I get is that, and this is something that I found seems to be unique to fighting games. I feel like people have this mindset specifically about fighting games, and I think that people are just they're intimidated by them because of. You know, being new, they're likely to they're likely to lose, um, which you know goes for any competitive game, right? If like you're new at Call of Duty, you're gonna get killed a lot in Call of Duty, right? Uh, right. And but I think that I think that there's something specific about fighting games. I think it's a lot of it has to do with like the one-on-one nature of fighting games, um, and probably the more complex inputs of fighting games as compared to other uh, kind of video games. But I think that. And I think that when people, like, they get into a fighting game and they lose and they can't nail these moves, then, like, it's discouraging for them. And being able to be told, like, hey, this is what you're doing right. Hey, look, your your, your footsies were on point this this match. Right, right. Uh, you blocked X amount of time. Right? Yeah. You got three V reversals, whatever it yeah. might be. This is how many of your hits landed, right? And, right. Uh, and so I think, and, and it's funny because, like, there is some crosstalk there with other kinds of fighting games like take your fight night for example right uh fight night is going to keep like just like in real boxing they're going to keep track of what percentage of your punches landed and how many of these kinds of punches did you throw and things like that and i think that could definitely translate to you know these more these fictional fighting games right and uh like keeping track of that stuff because i think the big thing that i've seen in video games especially um, in the wake of, mo- of the first Modern Warfare game is people love tracking their progression. Uh, right. And having a real tangible and applicable way to track your progression in a fighting game. I feel like a lot of your progress in a fighting game 
is you have to keep track of that on your own and you have to be mindful of it and it's it's abstract in a way that you can't that you're not always aware of and i think mm-hmm. that if i think that for a lot of people having some numbers and some actual data to back up like what they're doing in the games are going to be it would be really helpful i mean i think even for me it would be helpful i think for all you know even some very much higher level players than us it would be helpful right like yeah it i mean even if, if whatever the next guilty gear says hey you did one cross up this match yeah and i'm like man i really want to work on my cross ups so I work on it, and the next match it says, "Hey, you did three cross-ups this match. Yeah. You know, you still lost, but hey, you did you did this. You yeah. know, like that by itself can be rewarding, even without a leveling up system or right. a loot box system or without any of that stuff, right? right? Like that that on its own can be rewarding. Um, and it's just funny to me that like so many genres do that, you know. But yeah. like in a lot of ways, fighting games seem like like just stuck and i don't know why that is yeah you know well i think because i the mindset i think with fighting games is like you either won that fight or you lost it and well from like a mechanics point right like for the for as far as the game is concerned you either won that fight or you lost that fight and i think that yeah there are definitely people like us who think about like all right well i won the fight but like you know, I didn't like how I didn't like how I won the fight, or like I wanted, you know, I wanted a more decisive fight than what I had, and like, you know, my my inputs were sloppy, but and so like, uh, so I think that that binary reasoning with a lot of fighting games can make it so that it's harder to uh, want to come back to them if you're not that invested in them initially. Right. Um, but you know, I I think so. That's why I think that like. You know, because we talked about, like, many times about how well Mortal Kombat 11 sold. And um, and that's that's people who... That's people buying Mortal Kombat 11 who don't even really buy fighting games. Uh, yep. or And if they bought fighting games, they probably had... They probably didn't really buy Mortal Kombat games before this. So, like, I think about how... Like, how much more meaning... How much more meaningful that, that purchase could have been to somebody who... Like they wanted to play the game, they want to be good at it, but they don't know how, and they mm-hmm. don't and they don't know how what to improve on, and so yeah, I think you know having those kind of metrics in place would really help. So, uh, the last thing I have is just the uh, price point entry, right? Like yeah, and I think that that's that's lessened by the fact that a lot of modern fighting games are built with console in mind, right? Yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 being a prime example of that, but you could even point to Street Fighter V, right? Street Fighter V saw a console release years before it saw an arcade release, right? Right. Um, I, what I, and what I'm getting at here is legacy controls. Uh, and some of these games allow you to use them, some of them don't. And that's up to the publisher, up to the developer. Uh, but if you are a player who prefers a stick, right? And you want to play the next whatever big fighting game title out there. Not only are you spending $60 on the game and then whatever seasons that game might have and whatever skins or fucking commentator packs or whatever else is out there. 
But on top of that, now you got to go buy a fight stick. And if you want even a decent one of those, you're going to spend a hundred dollars. Right. You know, when we've had the capability, all fighting games have had the capability to allow for legacy controls. Yeah. And not a lot of them do it. Yeah. You know, and I get it on some, to some extent I get it, right? Like, let's say you're Capcom and you've just licensed this new fight stick from Evo, right? And they're going to put a picture of Ryu on there. And they're going to sell this thing for $200 right. and you're going to get your cut out of it. Right. Well, who to not implement legacy controls because then you can sell more of this new fight stick and get your cut. Right. What I don't get is Capcom allows for legacy controls. There's a lot of smaller games that do not. And I don't think it's a cost thing because the guys who invented this are the Skullgirls team and they're licensing it out for free yeah you know uh so it's just kind of weird it's just kind of weird i i feel like you you maybe not excluding a huge audience by doing that right yeah but like well, you know I, I, controllers I, ain't cheap yeah games ain't cheap consoles ain't cheap <laughs> yeah you well, know i mean we've talked about like not even just fighting games but like all video games right like let people play your game how they want to play it you know like let them map the buttons in the way that they want to map them like right. And there are instances, there yeah. are instances in which I don't agree with that, but very seldomly. Yeah, it just, know? like, it hurts no like I, I, I think, like, Overwatch, controller versus mouse and keyboard, no, don't let that happen. Well, no, but, like, if we're talking Separate about... Separate those lobbies well, or well, something, you know? No, what I'm, but, I guess what I'm saying is that, like, you know, when we're talking about how, how it's mapped, like, we're right. talking about two people who are using the exact same input, but they want right. to map it differently, then just fucking let them... You know, yeah. uh, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I think that people, I think that developers get weirdly precious about how people play their games, uh, and like I've I've always wondered. But they're okay with you playing it that same way as long as you pony up the cash. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not like hey, you're playing it some fucking. You're you're going out and buying a hitbox right there yeah. there's no there is no ps4 licensed hitbox right you know right it's, it's you're buying the same fucking stick yeah only this one's for playstation 4 right? yeah yeah uh it's it's weird um what i uh, now uh, what I, something i've been thinking about is like i would like it for fighting i would like it for developers and publishers of fighting games to make Make more meaningful choices with your rosters. And I guess what I mean by that is that, like, not everybody, but so many, like, they like their goal is, like, to bolster their roster. Like, you know, get it as big as they feel like they can get it. And I think that, like, that means, and, like, th that, like the larger the roster gets, the smaller the pool of characters that is appealing or even actually good gets smaller right. and like and i think that like a lot of it is around like for me anyway a lot of it is around like uh when when developers see fit to include characters from other franchises in their game um for and 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 i always like what like what is the point of that like 
Like in like it's marketing. Like on paper, you know? like on paper, it seems cool, right? Like yeah. Uh, for ex- like, you know, most recent example for me is, you know, Terminator and Mortal Kombat 11, right? Like yeah. on paper, that was cool, and like I don't think that Terminator's like necessarily a bad character, but like at the same time, like I just feel like his presence. Uh, it's just, I don't feel like it's like a very I don't feel like he's a meaningful decision for that franchise especially when you have like other Mortal Kombat characters that you left out that you could have put in instead uh, right uh, and you know and things like or like like Tekken 7 with like like I, you know I, I guess it, and like it, it all comes down to Negan and like Negan <laughs> Negan is like he's I feel like he's an egregious example but like <laughs> It's the same time. But it's so smart, man. It's so it, it's, smart. It, it's smart because, like, a lot of – there are a lot of people who fucking watch that show, which also explains, like – and I used to talk about, like, why do they use uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's likeness? But, like, yep. I know why. Because they want to play – Let me tell like... you something. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I bought Soul Calibur Six because of 2B's inclusion. Right. I, I like Soul Calibur, but I bought it because 2B was there, Right. I know for a fact that I'm not the only Nier Automata fan that bought that game for that reason because I have talked to many of them. Well, no, and, okay. I, and I think that, now, like, I take less... Now, wait, 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 wait. Now, Negan from The Walking Dead uh-huh. and hands down, more well-known, more popular sure. than fucking 2B. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Man... That's so smart of them. I get, I get what where you're coming from with it. You know, I do. Uh, but at the same time, I, I, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't hyped to see Ninja Turtles and Injustice. And, yeah, and so know. like, and I guess like I'm kind of a fucking hypocrite because like, you know that when I heard that Ninja Turtles is going to be an Injustice, like I got really excited about it. Yeah. But like, well, I, re- I even remember you talking about how Maru come into Soul Calibur. You know. Yeah, and I, and I was and and my. <laughs> You know, I think that, like, I don't think I inherently take issue with uh, characters from, like, outside of video games or in different franchises coming to these games. I just think that, like, it just, it, it's just so, I think it just, it, hap- it, like, it takes me out of it, you know? It takes me, like, it just, it's just such a weird fucking amalgamation of these fucking characters like just throwing pop culture in there for the sake of it and it just and it's like and i feel i like, agree like I, I think there's sometimes where it's much more suitable right yeah. like seeing i don't know if he was the first one or not he it was either him or, or noctis but seeing the geese trailer for tekken the first time was awesome yeah you know uh but yeah, I, I agree. Sometimes it's a, it's a little bit weird, you know. When you see Spawn come out in Mortal Kombat, I'm like, all right. Like Spawn's whatever. not even the weirdest of it. You know? Now they got fucking RoboCop, and yeah. like, you know, it's just like I actually want to see that. Though. Like, I look, play that. I love RoboCop. Like, I have always loved RoboCop. I love Terminator for that matter. But like, you you love Negan. I, I love Negan. <laughs> uh... <laughs> But, like, I, I just, I think that, like, there is definitely, like, I think that there are definitely games for those characters. Yeah. Like, I think that there are games, I think that there are, that there is a fighting game for those characters to inhabit. I just don't think that, for the most part, 
that's the game that they got put in. Sure. Uh, and you know, because I do think that I, I honestly, I genuinely believe that there's a there's a fighting game that I would like to see Negan in that, I, or I wouldn't mind seeing Negan in. I haven't played it, but that game that game certainly exists. Um, yeah. You know, and it's just it's, Street Fighter. <laughs> actually, a Street Fighter version of Negan wouldn't be half bad. Um, but yeah, and you know, and I, but I also think that like even without that stuff, I think that there are there are definitely instances where they're trying because like, for example, I a friend a few a few of my friends and I were talking about. Uh, them's fighting herds recently. Yeah. And I had my, uh, I think, uh, one of my friends like had mentioned something about, about the console version of that game. And, um, does that exist? I don't think it's out yet, but I, it's been announced. Uh, huh. and, um, what did I say? I, I was like, oh, cause I, I remember like now that the game, I think the game's 1.0 now. And, it is. yeah. And I was just like, I think that one of the hopes I had was like for maybe one or two more characters, but like at the same time, I also felt like the roster that they do have, like is like they're built pretty solid. Right. Um, and then like I think my friend, I remember my friend making a remark about how like, well, I mean, you honestly you need like at least twenty characters to have like a like a beefy roster, and I was like, that's not yeah. even. But at the same time, like I don't really. I don't think like that's what every video, every fighting game needs. I don't feel like every fighting game needs twenty characters. I think it. I think you know, if you I mean, if Street you, Fighter Five started with fewer than that. Yeah, and you know, far I, fewer. Like give, like give me, like if you're gonna give me a fighting game with six, with like six or seven characters, then give me a fighting game with six or seven like well built characters, um, yeah. and that's fine. Uh, my problem is, I think where, um, where you know, I have a lot of characters. And some of them are good, and some of them are too good, and some of them are just garbage. Um, That's Marvel too, right? <laughs> yeah. Like you've got damn near fifty some, damn near fifty characters. I think it's like forty-five or forty-six, something like that, right? Yeah. And you're right. Like half of that cast, you probably aren't going to touch. You know, uh, yeah. no, no one's no one's playing his role. <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah, then you've got your fucking cables and sentinels that are just gonna be everyone's mains right right but you know i don't know man i think roster is a hard thing you know it's a hard thing there was part of me before and you might recall i I used to say that like a small roster is what i preferred you know because it makes balancing easier and then i heard an argument against balancing and I really do tend to agree with it in that, you know, a lot of people consider Street Fighter 1 to be the most balanced fighting game, right? Because you've got Ken and Ryu and they are exactly the same, right? Uh, but I'm like, there's another part of me that's like, Marvel isn't broken because you can pick the exact options that I pick. Yeah. It's on you that you decided to go with those other characters. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. It's, it's Well, I think that the argument is more like, I don't want to have to pick that character to uh, be able to compete against you. Sure. Uh, And I get that. um, Because I think that like, because I think that in fighting games where 
like the character that you vibe with isn't necessarily always going to be the character that you're actually good with. Right. Uh, I think that when you're like when you're already faced with like dealing with that, and then you narrow that down even more to like, well, if I want to beat if I want to beat Tom uh, as fucking Spider Man, then I got to pick Spider Man too because like that's the only character that can beat Spider Man. Uh, <laughs> uh, and you know, and so I think I think that like. Having, but that's why people have pockets, right? Like people, people have like, hey, I got a pocket Balrog only yeah. if I fight this other character, right? Like, yeah, that's been a thing since. Well, no, but we... like, but like, if if like if like mechanically and objectively speaking, the only character that like is can be competitive against this character is this guy, right? Then uh, it it sucks to have to narrow it down like that. Sure, sure. Um, but you know, at the same time, you know, then you have to make the decision like. Like, maybe just don't... Like, because I've, I've said before, like, if a video game's not fun, then I'm not playing it. <laughs> like... I don't think, like... I think in most fighting games, anybody on the roster can beat anybody else on the roster. Sure. Not always. Yeah. But, like, 95% of the time, right? Yeah. And, like, you might have to work a lot harder to do that. Yeah. You know? But it, it's attainable, right? Like... We we talked about Marvel and like uh, fucking CVS and uh, I mean shit Street Fighter Two right? People are still finding new tech for those games now, yeah. you know. Uh, which is why I think part of the reason why I think tier lists are bogus, right? Especially because tier lists typically go up early in a fighting game's life. Yeah, makes no sense to me. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I do see what you're saying, and I do agree with you for the most part that. I do wish guest characters fit the property that they're being shoehorned into a bit better. Sure, uh, yeah. Because um, I, I, you think, know, I think depending that, on the property, right? Yeah, I like. I, I don't know, like you put anybody you want in Smash Brothers doesn't really matter at this yeah. point, you know. But I, like, uh, yeah, you know. But like when we're talking about like, I don't know, like I, I like because I think that Smash Brothers is a game that's going less for a focused vibe than, like, a Mortal Kombat is or, like, a yeah. Street Fighter is, you know? Uh, but another thing that I wanted to bring up is something that I've been thinking about for a while, and uh, that is, like, with, with like, like queuing up online, like, just give me the option to say that I don't want to play against someone on Wi-Fi. Like, just let me not oh. do that. That's a really good one. Uh, well, I mean, most of them let you pick from connection, right? If you're just getting thrown yeah, into a match, it's because you're choosing to, to quick start a match. But at the same time, like, the connection quality meter is a fucking lie. And, like... It's not. <laughs> I, I mean, I, you're, you're right in that sometimes those connections drop drastically. And the connection you get is not the connection you were led to believe you were going to get. Uh, but I think more often than not, in most games, they're pretty accurate, right? Or, like, at the, at the very least, let's say I'm not doing quick match, right? And let's say you're not giving me the option to filter out people on Wi-Fi. Okay. Yeah. Then, at the very least, uh, tell me if that person's on Wi-Fi or not, and I will make a decision as to whether or not I will fight them. Yeah. And, and if not, then I'm going back into the queue. Um, yeah. I just, I like, I don't like the idea... Of 
getting thrown into a match. And because again, because like I could see, I could get I could get matched up with someone on Wi-Fi, and I see all five of those bars filled up. And by the time the match fucking starts, we're down to two, and I have right. no way of knowing until like I start playing the match, right? And so you know, I I want to be able to actually have a say in you know you know who I'm fighting against, like in terms of like the quality of the match, the quality of the connectivity of the match. Um, because, you know, I'll play, oh, if I'm queuing up in Mortal Kombat, I see it on Wi-Fi, I'm going back in the queue every time. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and like, and, not, and it sucks because like, not every game gives you that information. Uh, and at the very least, I want that information. And, yeah. Uh, but ideally, I want to be able to choose whether I match with that person in the first place. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one for sure. Uh, you just reminded me of, of one that really bothered me a few months back uh, with Tekken 7 was that I had a rage quitter after I oh had made God. my way... You fought your way of out of losers. ...to the grand finals and was about to win, right? Oh I had God. a rage quit that, and I have a screen cap of it to commemorate the moment. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know... I think games are not as strict as they should be on rage quitters. And I understand. Sometimes the internet goes out. Yeah. But, like, dude, no. If you're getting rage quits, like, it's... Most of the time, it's people fucking rage quitting, okay? Yeah. And the people whose internet went out, well, I guess you're just going to have to take the L on this one, right? Yeah. I think, like, if you rage quit, you should get the loss automatically and the other person should get the win automatically yeah you know yeah and that's that's it's dude and no game does that you know yeah well like uh, even like people like uh, that's like you a, wouldn't have low tier gods i was just gonna fucking <laughs> you know? bring it up okay so yeah. like he's like because he'll do and like i know he's not the only one that does this but he's the most well-known person that probably does this so i'm gonna call him out um he'll be he'll be playing and you know because he's the kind of guy that like if you're not playing the game the way that he thinks you should be playing it then yeah. that means you're trash and he's gonna leave. But like one thing I've heard him say is that when when someone is about to beat him, he's like, you know, what? I'm gonna fucking rage quit so that so that they don't even get the points. Yep. And and like, that's the sad thing about Street Fighter Five. Yeah. People fake their way up the ranks. It's very easy to get yourself to gold by rage quitting. Yeah. It's very easy to do. Um, you know. And it's it sucks because like, you know. It's not easy getting up there, like, legitimately, you know? And, like... Yep. Um, like, people are really fucking good at that game. And so, like, like gaining ground in that game when you're, you know, when... You know, getting ground when you're at the level that we're at is just, like, it's... It's a big fucking deal. And it sucks right. because, like, I think that people, like... You know, people... Like, people who shouldn't even need to do that shit... Or I guess nobody needs to do it, right? But you know what I mean. Like people who are like <laughs> who are good enough to not have to resort to something like that, uh, who still do it, which is like yeah. bizarre to me. Um, and it's funny because that reminds me of like when Samurai Showdown uh, twenty nineteen like first came out. Like it was, I don't know, there was something going on with the code in that game where like every time a match ended, like legitimately ended, like one of us legitimately won. We saw a victory screen and everything. Yeah, uh, I would be back at the uh, at the in the lobby, and then the the game would flash up a warning that says that like, hey, if you keep leaving matches, we're gonna sure, sure. there's gonna be a penalty. 
Uh, right, and I'm sure that's just some weird bug, right? Yeah. But like, which it, there should it has be a penalty. Been resolved. Yeah. There should be a penalty, and it should be on the very first time, and it should be consistent. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, like, why give someone a second chance? They know what they did. Yeah, right? and if it was an accident, you know, okay, accidents happen. It's not a huge deal if you lost one match due to an accident. Right. You know. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's that's a big one for me. I feel like I would play. Uh, I feel like I'd be online a lot more if it wasn't for for things like that. Yeah, and I and that's another thing too because I'm like I I have, you know my my patience for people who uh, who actively and intentionally do things that ruin everyone else's good time. Like my patience for that shit is just zero, and yeah. uh, and it just and but it's like it's you know it's an inherent problem with with online games of all kinds. Um, but it sucks, you know, because like I think that, you know, getting getting good at any at any video game takes a lot of practice, takes a lot of time, and you know, working your way up the ranks in like a, in a video game that has you know a ranked mode, you know, it's you know it's not always the easiest thing in the world, and like when somebody like when somebody kind of just like just takes that from you, or like like even in your case, like you like you fought your way out of losers to get to the grand finals, and then just Someone didn't like the way that shit was going, and then that means yeah. you don't get that. And it time. was the guy that sent me to losers too. Oh, he couldn't take it, you know. <laughs> and it's just like, it just sucks because like, just take the loss, man. Because like, I can, because I can a thousand percent guarantee you that you rage quitting looks a lot worse than you losing. Well, uh, you know, here's the funny thing too is like. Like, I'm not even good at Tekken, you know? Yeah. So, like, I'm never going to have that opportunity again. <laughs> he took that from me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all, in all, all in all, how long were you in that tournament, like, hours-wise? Oh, not less than an hour. Okay. Less than an hour, you know? Okay. Uh, the Tekken 7 tournaments are, are short. But, yeah, yeah still, still annoying. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I guess the uh, only other major one for me is auto combo oh, yeah. i have weird mixed feel feelings about auto combo yeah, me i'm too. like you know part of me gets it it's for new players right it's to help new players but i don't think it helps new players it doesn't because like they, you know? they don't learn anything that way you don't learn anything a good player is always going to beat out that auto combo yeah and I was thinking, I was driving today thinking about it, and I was like, I I definitely could and probably am wrong, right? I probably am wrong about this, but like, I can't think of a fighting game with an auto combo system that doesn't already have chain combos or something similar. Um, and it's like, you mean to tell me you can't move your finger from one, two, three? You know, just do that over and over again. Like you can't do that. I don't know. Like I, I think that if like you, and that's another thing too, right? Like I think it hurts new players more than it helps them. Well, that's the thing too, right? Is because like I can guarantee, like I'm, and I'm by no means saying that those games are are easy because they're not. But like what I'm right. what I'm saying is that like if you can't manage that then, I mean, I don't know, give up, because fighting games get a lot more difficult than that motion, you know? Yeah, they get a lot more difficult than counting the three, right? And, like, 
you know, there are some games that I think can get a pass on that if it's like intrinsically built into the fundamentals of how that game works. Sure. Uh, BB Tag is very much that way. It explains to you in the tutorials, like, hey, this is an auto combo. You need to learn how to use this. Right. This is how this game is played, you know? Yeah. But, but like, Marvel 3 has it. Yeah. Also got chain combos. Yeah. Under Knight has it. It also has chain combos. You know, Dragon Ball has it. Also has chain combos. Like, yeah. come on, you know? Doesn't uh, I, I Under Knight just... call you out when you're using auto combos? Or was that like thinking of a Fuck. different game? It's Undernight or Marvel. I, I think maybe Undernight and Marvel. Okay. Will like flag. You know how it will like bring up like, hey, you did a counter or yeah. you did a parry or whatever. It'll, it'll bring up auto combo. You yeah. know, not like being a dick about it, but like, like yes, it does. It, it does call people out. Uh, but like, what does that even matter? You're playing against somebody you're never gonna meet on the internet. For, you know, at least in most situations, right? Yeah. Uh, you probably don't give a shit if you get called out for that. Yeah. And you're probably getting beat by the person who's not <laughs> doing it anyway. Yeah. You know, it's it's just, I don't think it helps anybody in the way that it has been implemented. And don't get me wrong, I love a lot of those games I just named. You know. Yeah. I just feel like you're hurting new players by doing that, yeah. and that you should be doing other things like stat tracking like other modes yeah that and would better assist those people i think that they're doing it in like a misguided uh with a misguided logic like well if we make these game if we make the flashy shit easier to pull off then more right. people will come to the game but like the the the, the, the irony of it is you can't even do the most flashy shit with auto combo enabled uh, right and and like and, it, it makes it harder for you to win because, like, someone is going to know that you're doing autocomp. Like, well, I know how to fucking deal with that. Well, and what's funny is it's not even an execution thing, right? Because if you think about these games that have it, like, yeah, some of them still have quarter circle. Okay, let's take Dragon Ball, right? One yeah. of the most popular fighting games this generation. Uh, the most complicated motion in Dragon Ball is a single quarter circle. Right. Well, that's it. And I get it. That can be difficult for some people. But, okay, let's go to... Battle for the Grid. The most complicated motion in that game is a direction and a button. Right. You know? Like, you can't learn that. I'm pretty sure you do that in every other game you play. You yeah, know? and I think that, like, it's so weird because, that like, you think about, like, the complex, like, shit that you have to do in games that aren't fighting games. Like, uh, I think, like, you think about, like, how, like, most every game that's not a fighting game as you manipulating two sticks in opposite or conflicting directions all the time while pressing right. multiple other buttons at the same time. And uh, and that's while dealing with a bunch of other shit on the screen. You're not just worried about one guy on the screen, you know? Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's a fork, right? Like, yeah. you've used a fork forever. You have the muscle memory for a fork. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's all these other games, right? Or at least the vast majority of them, Sure. Right? Sure. Uh, whereas if you're new to a fighting game, all of a sudden it's chopsticks, right? Like yeah. It's, but I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, look, you and I, we talk a lot about these fighting games. Uh, we've been really into them this past year. And, uh, you know, I love them. I just, 
I love you. I just expect more from you. Uh, you could be better. I think that like it's funny because like what what I think, and this is something that I think about whenever I think of people doing less than what they could be, is just like you should want better for yourself, and you should want more for your franchise. You should want more for your audience. Uh, yeah. You know, and I think that like. And, and don't get me wrong, I think that there are some games that, like, go too far in that direction of, like, trying to give the audience more and, like, giving the audience... Like, like, they definitely, like, for example, I think there are a lot of people who are very good at... There, there are a lot of people who are very, very good at Guilty Gear. Um, but Guilty Gear is a very complicated game, and it asks... Guilty Gear is a game that asks a lot of you, and I think it is good that... On one hand, I think that it's good that the game puts that kind of faith in you to, like, learn that shit. But I also think that it could be scaled back a bit. And from what you're telling me about Strive, that might be the case where, like, we could scale this back a bit. Like, we could make this a complex and deep fighting game. But also, don't put so much shit in there that, like, new people are afraid to learn because, like, you overload yourself on that stuff. You do, but you know, in that game, in that specific game's defense, I will say that Exert as well as Revelator probably give you the best resources to learn those things. Sure, more yeah. so, more so than probably any, any fighting game. any fighting game. Yeah, you know. Uh, so you know, and it's cool, right? It's cool to have like the the one or two games that are like, man, those are some hardcore fucking games. Yeah, you know, like because yeah. even. You know, I mean, FPS has Counter Strike, and yeah. you know, MOBA has whatever. You know, <laughs> yeah. But uh, MOBA has I mean, MOBAs. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like it's it's cool. It's cool to have that one, right? Yeah, or one or two franchises. But like, like I, I think those are the fucking hard ass ones. Well, yeah, but what I think is that the way that we think of games like Guilty Gear, or I guess. A lot of the high, those high tier anime fighters, I think the way that we think about those games, yeah, is the way that people who are casually getting into fighting games see all fighting games. Yes, agreed. Uh, agreed. And I think that if these other fighting games that weren't as hardcore as games like like Blaze Blue or games like Guilty Gear, I think if they did did a better job of representing themselves as games that that you know that can be more easily learned by, you know, people who are just getting into fighting games. I think that they would be doing themselves a great service and in doing so they would learn more. Uh, the developers would probably learn more about how to serve those people without yeah. like, without pandering to them in like, like, like weird ways, like auto combos, um, yeah. you know, and, and, and then, and then in turn, people who are getting into fighting games can, see and feel the satisfaction that comes with getting better at these games because I think about where I I think about where I was a year and a half ago and then I see where I am now with games like Street Fighter and I mean don't get me wrong I'm not winning any majors anytime soon but um, I think I'm at the point where I feel confident in saying that I'm actually pretty good and there's a satisfaction that comes with that, that yeah. if that game had auto combos that I was leaning on and utilizing, I wouldn't be able to say that. I wouldn't be able to feel well, confident I, in saying right. that. 
I do think a lot of it falls on the player, right? Uh, and you saying this makes me think of uh, the thing that I always think of is that, like, you know, you saying that you do think you're you're getting good. Um, the average person who plays a fighting game can't throw a fireball. You know, people don't seem to realize that. And the other thing that always interests me is that people look at players like, you know, fucking Ricky Ortiz or Justin Wong or Sonic Fox or whoever. Yeah. And they're like, I want to do that. How come I can't do that? But nobody looks at a professional basketball player or a professional football player and says, why can't I do that? Yeah. It's because they're fucking professional. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah. They get you know? paid to do that. 24 Nobody hours a day. looks at it that way. Yeah. You know, people are just so down on themselves for not being as good as fucking Daigo Umihara, you know, and it's like... Yeah, but, it, like, that's it, his it, fucking job, right? It's unrealistic to think that you would be that, right? And, and, and that's a... That's a, uh, that's, a uh, that's actually an understanding that, uh, that Kaylee gave me where, like, you know, she would watch me play... She watches me play these games, like, all the time. Yeah. And, like, I, you know, sometimes I get down on myself about it. And she's like, I think you're pretty good. And I was like, I don't know. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm that good. And she was like, and I, and I would, I would catch, like, she would catch me comparing myself to like people who are worlds better than my, I am. And she was like, right. and she would be like, and she would be like, well, Ryan, if you didn't have to go to work and you could just stay at home playing Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat all day, then you'd be that good too. But yeah. you've got bills, so you can't do that. Right, uh, right. And so, it's like, the whole fucking local musician complex, right? Like, yeah. this huge fucking star, well, I'm better than they are. It's like, oh, well, okay, dude. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a different ballpark, right? Like, yeah. it, it's, I think it's more common, like, it's more comparable to something like actual sports sports, you know? Right. Nobody says, well, how come I can't fucking, I don't know, dunk from the free throw line or whatever no one says that right? right but everyone is like well how come i can't do this fucking combo well it's because this fucker spent 30 hours learning that combo you yeah. know uh I, yeah i think I that mindset know. probably comes from uh comes from you know people thinking of you know commonly people think of you know, video games as you know less physically demanding than most sports which you know have to agree but like at the same time like, <laughs> i think that and that means that that to a lot of people translates as also that should be easier for me to learn and be better at right um, right which you know it's a different skill um and both both of them take hundreds thousands of hours of practice um but i think that that mindset is probably also rooted in the uh uh the 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 viewpoint of video games are like well these are toys so how hard sure. would it be to play with a toy you know right um so well, that I mean, so is a fucking basketball sure so is a football sure you know but i will say this it's it, it's very interesting to me that it took this pandemic you know we have the ftc uh on a large scale, right? Uh, the FTC as a whole, as this big fucking group of groups, yeah. right, uh, is very, very vocal uh, in sometimes less than nice ways to a lot of these publishers and developers about a lot of the changes they'd like to see made in these games. Some of these changes we just talked about, right? Uh, 
and a lot of these larger scale publishers and developers have proven time and time again that they care not. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they, they, whatever, you're buying the game. So yeah. um, it's a to me, though, that it took this pandemic for people to at least begin to uh, vote with their wallet, right? Like, in the midst of all this, we've seen the FTC as a whole campaigning for you to say, hey, while this is going on, or for the extent of this summer, don't play that game with, with fucking uh, delayed base netcode. Play them's fighting herds, or play this other game. Play Last Blade Two. Yeah. Play the games that that went through the trouble to give you this smooth connection. Right. And in doing that, has Capcom seen a huge drop off? I don't really know. Has NetherRealm seen a huge drop off? I don't really know. I don't even know what their netcode is like, right? But yeah. But have these bigger games seen a big drop off? I don't know. But they've seen something, and it's cool to see the community actually trying to do to uh, enforce change. Yeah, you know, rather than just be mean about it on the internet. <laughs> yeah, so, which has literally never accomplished anything. Right, right, right. So, I think that's cool, and I think it's cool to see games like Last Play Two, uh, soon to be Garo Mark of the Wolves, uh, and them fighting herds getting getting played because of the situation. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and you know, I th I think also like, I think that's also going to be good because I I think that it's it's going to be educational to people too, uh, and that like getting like 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 I said before, uh, Last Blade Two is a twenty two year old video game, uh, yeah. with like and that I, not a lot of people played. Yeah, that not a lot of people played, and like I think it's a good like it's a good entry point into SNK's fighting game library. Um, and I think that, and I, I honestly like as a fan of SNK's games, I think that I hope that it serves as like an entry point to some people to like try some of the other games, like, like go play. I don't. No, Ryan. No. Oh, you don't. Oh, it's, it's got to. Let say... me tell you why. Oh. If if, if you play Garo or Last Blade, and that's your first SNK fighting game, mm -hmm. and you're going to some of the others, mm -hmm. let me tell you something. It's downhill from there because you played their best fighting games right there. <laughs> uh, so what you're gonna do is you're gonna go to uh, you're gonna go from Garo to Last Blade Two, then you're gonna play Samurai Showdown Five Special, and then you're gonna play you're gonna play Capcom versus is that Capcom versus SNK? Was that a Capcom game? That's a Capcom game. SNK versus Capcom is. The SMK game. You're gonna play King of Fighters 1998. <laughs> you're gonna play King of Fighters uh, 2000. You're gonna yeah. play King of Fighters 2002, and then you're gonna stop. Yeah, well, 13. You wanna play 13? Yeah, then you're gonna play King of Fighters 13. Yeah. Here, 14's okay. Then you're gonna stop. And then you're probably gonna play. Pretty SMK. sure 14 has auto combo. <laughs> <laughs> probably. But and, uh, it's probably also got Andy. Delay-based delay netcode. Look, as long as Andy Bogart is there, then I'm happy. And he probably is. Yeah, so, that old boy, he's there. Yeah. That white ninja. Uh, you know what I just bought today was uh, KOF Neo Wave, which I haven't played yet, and I hear bad things about. I feel like, any, fighting, I feel like any game with the word Neo Wave in it is probably not yeah. very good. 
Yeah, it looks cool. Though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I remember all it took for me to get you to buy Samurai Showdown Six was to tell you that <laughs> to tell you that it looked pretty cool and that a lady gets naked in it. <laughs> yeah, and I bought it so we could play it together back when we were still having fighting game days. Yeah, and you, uh, huh? You wasted my money. <laughs> I will pay you back the two dollars you spent on that game. I promise. Sure. But uh, yeah, uh, fighting games could be better, and I think will get better. Um, I mean, I think they are getting better. Yeah. I just think it's taking way too long. Yeah. With, I don't know. It just it's the progress is 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 weirdly slow, and I don't understand it. But look. To me, it's conceivable, especially with these big publishers, that their next game could have rollback netcode, yeah, a world tour mode, yeah, uh, fucking accolades at the end of matches, tournament mode, better tournament mode, better punishment for rage quitters. Like it's realistic that NetherRealms or Capcom or SNK or Bandai Namco could have all of that in their next game. I don't think that's unrealistic. But do I think it'll happen? No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Well, on that note. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Tom, I uh, I miss you. And, I miss uh, you too. We got to play some... Uh, we gotta, well, I was thinking of... Because uh, I think Last Blade 2 is like 8 bucks. Um, now, granted, the PS4 version does not have rollback, and even yet, yeah. Well, the and then I, I did some reading, and the 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 Steam version uh, apparently the last time I read it, rollback was still in beta. So um, no, well, if it is still in beta, a lot of people have that beta. Okay. Because I've watched gameplay of it. Okay. I'm probably still just nice. I think I'm just gonna for just for for simplicity's sake, and because that's where you have it, I think I'm just gonna get it on PlayStation. Uh, but yeah, that's yeah, gonna be some. It's gonna be some last blade happening this weekend, I think. I'm gonna use power. Which one is that? Well, oh yeah, there's power and then or speed and speed. Yeah, I don't remember. Speed which, gives you tame combos. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be that I'm gonna be that uh that sick mummy guy with the two blades. You know what I'm talking about? The one that's like he's twisted. An Acarus? No, not that guy. <laughs> an Acarus. An Acarus is cool though. Ermac. Put an Acarus in one of these games. Fuck it, man. Yeah. But uh, all right, Tom. Well, I guess we're gonna end it here, huh? Yeah, dude. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening to us talk about fighting games again for the umpteenth time. Mm. I can promise you. That this will not be the last time. Uh, so, um, anyway, we'll see you guys uh, later, and we'll be back with a regular episode next week. Bye.